We are a group of friends bound by our appreciation for liberty and good podcasting. Free-minded thinkers from all walks of life, our values come together with one accord to discuss the common culture and news of the day, along with whatever random crap is going on in our lives. Welcome to the Union of the Unknowns. This is the fourth episode of Union of the Unknowns. We are so excited to be back with you guys again. This is fantastic. And uh, who would have known you could use a cell phone from space? <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Anyhow, um, we wanted to get today started. We were going to talk about the Guidestones, but you know what? We were talking about agricultural stuff before we even started with the Guidestones. So I feel like even though I interrupted that conversation because it was going so smoothly, but that's what happens when you're going to start a podcast. You get to all the good shit before you get started. So anyways, um, whatever you guys want to talk about, if you guys want to start with the Guidestones, I know Keel was um, wanting to get into that. No? Well, I, I covered it on the last episode at the end. You know, I all, all I w wanted to say was that, you know, really nothing had changed apart from the the guy the actual stones now are in the hands of the uh, the Elberton uh, Granite Association. The the county gave it to them, so they have it. They're supposed to put it in a museum that they also uh, administer, and that's about it. Uh, oh, the uh, the land that they were on, hey, is is going to go back to the original owner of the land, and that's it. They, they didn't. They, they didn't have, buy that? They, they, it was kind of subleased, sort of, from the original owners. Uh, they were, you know, they were allowed to, to kind of own it or something, but they, I don't remember exactly what the, the arrangement was, but the, the land that they were on is going to be completely back with the original owners, which are the, the farm that, that it surrounds it right there. Is there any paper trail back to who originally leased to that land and who originally bought the stone? The, the guy, R.C. Christian, who was their representative, and I don't know if that guy is still alive or not, but he's the only person who would really know the answer to who the, who they, the original uh, people were that put the money up and commissioned the, the thing. Enough, enough, and no shade on you, but that definitely sounds like a fake name. Yeah, it is. It was a pseudonym. No, it's, it's just a pseudonym. pseudonym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I did uh, watch a little documentary um, <laughs> this week, Keel, about that. And they were interviewing, I tried to find it again, of course, after I found it on Odyssey, I wasn't able to find it again. But they, um, they did some digging and this sounded fishy to me, but they were talking with the man who I think it was his father that was sort of like heading the project, but he did help his dad. He still had some of the paperwork residual, like he knew who was RC Christian. Um, but they, these guys doing the documentary seem to kind of think that it led back to this man in, um, I don't know. Do we already talk about this in the discord in maybe, middle America? But maybe Indiana or something like that, Illinois, I don't know. But they basically were like, no, oh, it's just a couple of guys who just, I don't know. It just sounded like nonsense to me. I, I feel like it's globalist. Yeah, I don't know. It was definitely a, a group of people with, a, with an agenda 
I mean, it, it wasn't just a couple of couple of knuckleheads who were wanting to put up something fancy, you know? Yeah. There, I mean, there was, was, there was some thought put into it. Yes. And they made it sound like these guys um, were not dumb. I mean, they were well off in their area or whatever, but it certainly did not tie them to the globalist mm-hmm. cabal. Now, they the original documentation that came along with the Guidestones when they originally put it up uh, specifies that the county or whoever, if, if the Guidestones were ever to be destroyed for whatever reason, that they were supposed to rebuild them, but the county has decided not to do that. Like I said, they're handing it off to this Granite Association, so they may they may rebuild it, but they'll probably just put it in a museum. Hmm. But the uh, the GBI is still investigating who who did it. They have a video of somebody running up to the Guidestones and then leaving the bomb and then running away. But the video is the surveillance video is so bad you can't you can't see any details and uh, and then that car that silver car driving off. That's that's the only clues they have, or that they've released anyway. Very interesting. So, <clears throat> as a newcomer and being very, I guess, as let's just say, new to the understanding of these these guidestones, do you mind breaking down the original, like where they came from? I mean, the the origin story for me, like sure. Um, they were, there was a, a granite company that was approached by their representative, R.C. Christian, a pseudonym, of course, um, but he represented a group of beneficiaries who had these specifications for cutting these big granite slabs and the verbiage that was supposed to be put on there. And so the granite company, uh, I, from what I heard, they, they kind of didn't want to do it because it was so weird of a request. So they, they put out this exorbitant, uh, you know, estimate for how much it would cost. And they, the guy immediately said yes. So mm-hmm. they got paid a lot of money to, to create those stones. And they put it out in Elberton, Georgia. And it was sitting up there. I don't know if you've ever seen the pictures, but it's, it's kind of uh, Stonehenge-esque. They're these mm-hmm. big, very tall um, 20-something foot high, thick, solid granite slabs with, um, you know, in different languages, they have these sort of this post-apocalyptic agenda written on there. Uh, things like, you know, like, like, a guy, like, a, like guidelines for uh, the preservation of human Do you mind if I read the 10 things that sure, go ahead. were inscribed? All right, so... Number one is maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Number two is guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Number three is unite humanity with a living new language. Number four is rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Number five is Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Number six is let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Number seven is avoid petty laws and useless officials. Number eight is balance personal rights with social duties. 
Number nine is prize, truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. And number 10 is be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Yeah. So that was chiseled in several languages on all the stones. I think there were, there were four stones arranged, you know, upright in an X formation. And then there was another stone placed on top, kind of like Stonehenge. And it was oriented based on, you know, astrological, like you could, like it was uh, in, in line with the summer solstice kind of thing. Like you could see the sunrise and the one end. Not to interrupt, yeah. but so what you're saying, but he just read those 10, whatever, like the 10 commandments or whatnot was written on the stones when just they were arranged. Is that like, like a, like a tablet kind of deal? Yes. Is that what I'm getting here? Yeah, like like the Ten Commandments would have had them chiseled in, in the stone. So the, it's like the a granite... giant tablet. Yeah, like if the Ten Commandments were on something that was you know, a foot by two feet or something. This is the same type of thing, but fifteen feet by eight feet or something like that on three giant tablets with. But the uh, same the same concept it's etched in the stone yes, yes. It's etched in the stone yeah okay perfect i just want to make sure that i'm understanding correctly and so they had they had a plot of land about i think it was five acres i may be wrong about that um and they placed them in the certain orientation as requested in the initial um commission and then they also had a slab uh, that that was placed in 1980 if, if i remember correctly and then there was another slab placed years later just a couple years later uh that specified that six feet below that slab was a time capsule now the the date they had a place to put the date it said this time capsule was placed on but that's that date was blank and when they dug it up recently, so they claim there was nothing underneath it. But the 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 slab had directions to the Granite Museum, which didn't exist until 1982. I couldn't find the exact date when the slab was placed with the time capsule verbiage on it, but it must have been sometime after 1982. Interesting. I mean. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I was just going to ramble on about it some more, but you can well, chime yeah, in at any time. I just have a question about the, the slab and everything. So the slab, you said 1982? And that yeah. is so, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Just guys, to go. put a little context to it, what I'm reading is in June of 79, mm -hmm. The man using the pseudonym R.C. Christian approached that group of people to build this thing, and it looks like they, you know, like you said, kill Thor, after offering an exorbitant amount of money in 1980 is when they actually unveiled the thing so we're talking 42 years ago now is yeah. 
when it was built. The biggest concern, Jay Willie, is uh, everybody's looking at that keep the popu- keep and maintain the population at 500 million. And then if you tie that into what we were talking about on the last episode, where we're talking about food and just uh, the current lifestyle in general, um, you can kind of tie in a lot of the uh, current thing stories, whatever whatever you want to call it, the, the, the news of the day into uh, whoever made those guidestones is trying to get humanity towards that 500 million number is how I interpret it. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, that's 100% the most important part of the guidestones is getting the population down to yeah. 500 million. And we're at, what, 7.5 billion right now. So, yeah. And from what we've seen with uh, COVID and everything that the elites have been talking about in recent years is depopulation is the number one aspect. What's yeah, up, that's, Maddox? That's what Bill Gates talks about, right? Reducing the population. Well, I mean, with those Georgia Guidestones and all that, I just, that 500 million thing, it, thank you guys for all waving to my kid. I just screamed like a wild bird <laughs> to make him come down here. But anywho, I'm just saying, but that 500 million, is that really enough people? I mean, with 500 million, you got to be busting your tail to survive. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like they're off. I mean, Ashley, what do you think? Do you, is that a viable amount, 500 million? As far as that goes, I couldn't say. I, my thought is that they maybe they thought that their technology would be so advanced by that time that they would not need more people because they'll have like the AI slave system already built by, by that point. That's sort of what I was thinking. Um, and the other thing is like, I, what, what is the game plan here, guy? Like, do you not realize that you are the people that have enabled the earth to be poisoned? Like you're trying to make people infertile with all of the forever chemicals that you have allowed to, to, you know, to continue to be into production. Um, all of these endocrine, endocrine disruptors in our, like all these chemicals, perfume, food, you know, receipts, et cetera. So I, I have no idea. I feel like maybe they didn't plan it out very well. I don't know. Before, before I didn't let me reject, just, do you really, I mean, to me, it's hard to believe that the end, they're, the, whoever the higher-ups or whatever you want to call them, that their end game plan is really to reduce population. I, I just feel like then they would have to work. Like, why don't they just sit where, how they're sitting now and just kind of, they don't have to do anything. So why would they want to reduce? Like, people have to farm the land. You know what I'm saying? People have to raise the cattle. People have to make the little things that make the t-shirts and the pants. Like, there's so many jobs and distribution within there. Like, reducing the population means, like, we're going to take, the top 1% of people, let's just say we take the 1% of people and it's like, okay, you, you do spinach now, you do potatoes, 
you do beef. They're like, they're not going to do that. They well, don't want to do that. Think about, uh, you know, yeah. Galt's Gulch and Atlas Shrugged. That was kind of like that. If you haven't read Atlas Shrugged, do so for sure. But uh, talking about population control in the elites, if you haven't, Atlas Shrugged, it's a book by Ayn Rand. Mm -hmm. Okay, Atlas. Okay, thank you. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But beyond that, if you haven't seen Bill Gates' TED Talk, watch the video. He talks about how they're working on vaccinations to to lower the population which yeah. in my mind makes no sense if if your vaccinations work that means people are going to live longer and the population will probably grow but he he says we're going to decrease the population by proper vaccination well, if I could just jump into that um, perm, yes, he does say that. And my thinking at the time when I heard him talking about that, I think I was like was beyond normal, normie for sure. But I remember thinking that makes sense because people, if and he, this is what he said: if people have just say two children, but they're healthy because of vaccines and better health care and things like that, then they won't need to have nine children, um, you know, as a, a barrier, as it were, something like that, you know, um, so at the time I was like, yeah, that makes sense. But then I started thinking about it, of course, in retrospect, I was like, that doesn't make any sense at all. At it all. makes sense. Like 150 years ago, I would say, like, well, people were worried about always losing their children because it was fairly often that, you know, young children didn't make it past the age of one. But it's, it's that's a, not the case in, in these days. The food processing and stuff like that was a lot different back then, too. And it's much as much as we rag on our food processing, it really does keep us a lot healthier than it did back at that time when you could be eating some rotten meat that's gone rotten. Right. But the one sanitation, of the sanitation has improved a right. lot. The vaccinations were actually good pre-Rockefeller is when they actually were creating stuff to be able to help us um, until they started adding um, all these additional chemicals that are detrimental to our natural bodies. Um, uh, and with that, and then the other thing I was going to point out real quick is the fact, the reason why they'd want to, they'd push the vaccines because they know it does kill us, right? I doubt that they're giving these to their kids because they know it's in that crap. Um and they want to basically, with limited population, you have the ability to be able to control people a lot easier. They know that there is going to be automation. Like, I literally saw a video where it was like, oh, it's $8 and a 15-minute manicure, where it was this robot that you stuck your hand in and it painted your nails for you. And all I kept imagining was, I guess it was a paintbrush, but all I kept imagining was like if it was on this needle and then it's going to like freak out and go right through my finger. I was like, oh, no. funny story. Did you see the kids playing chess against yeah. the robots and the kid made the misstep and the robot yeah. grabbed its hand, and the kid's hand, like a, what was he, like 10? And yeah. like broke his finger. It broke his and, finger. Oh my yep. God. Yeah, because he put his hand in the wrong spot and he was like, beep, beep, beep. 
I knew it was like yep. that's what I've the first thing that came to my mind when you said automated that's gonna yeah. jam you one day. Yeah. Someone's yeah. gonna get screwed. You but know, hopefully, ten, hopefully ten it's years, the predator class. Ten years from now, when the robots have taken over, they're gonna look back at that incident and say that was the beginning of their of their freedom. That was the Boston <laughs> Massacre. Yeah, that was the yeah. shot heard around the world. Yeah. <laughs> Let me throw something at you. Here we go. Do you think the Matrix happens first or iRobot happens first? Where everyone has like automated robots walking around and being their maids or we get plugged into the metaverse first? Well, the, what do you think comes first? iRobot happens and then the Matrix happens eventually. Yeah, I, that's the timeline I'm thinking. I'm right with you. Tesla's releasing a robot, personal yeah. robot. Yes. Um, and I, I wanted to chime in a couple of quick things because, Jackie, I think that the history um, based on the book Dissolving Illusions, which is available in audio form on Odyssey for free, it actually says that even like the very beginning, like smallpox was nonsense, polio was nonsense. So I think it goes all the way back, even before the Rockefellers got involved but you might know more history on it you know than i do um in that way but i personally i think that they have never been good for us now learning what i've learned the other thing i wanted to say is that i think that amazon actually has factory now that there's like one or two people that run the whole thing and it's creepy they don't even need electric like they don't need lights because it's all yeah. you know the robots that are running the show it's nuts that's cool i think that's cool i think automation is cool when it happens organically but when you start when companies companies decide to, to fire all of their low-level workers because they can't afford them because of whatever minimum wages that are going up and unions are screaming and regulations are going crazy and it's just less expensive just and to these put robots in place the i don't like that are often propped up by government programs like yeah. amazon and tesla would ne and facebook they never would have existed without the government helping them found it on stolen money mm. elon musk is a welfare queen <laughs> he's a shill elon musk is a shill maybe so <laughs> but he does say some cool stuff I'll give you oh, yeah. from time to time. Yeah. But if you think about it, imagine how expensive groceries are, right? And people were like, well, if you don't have the employees, then stuff will be cheaper and your prices won't go up, blah, 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 which I uh, disagree with because if you look at it, we're all our own bag person now and we're even a cashier at the yeah. grocery store, right? We don't get paid no. to be our own cashier and the groceries are just as expensive. <laughs> they're a little more expensive than normal i mean right. gas is coming down but at the same time it's like hey it was 260 not and then it went up to 560 and it's like hey it's four 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 eighty now you're good and it's like okay like you <laughs> it's still double they're i was paying 609 and now they want me to be happy to be be paying five dollars a gallon even Fuck though, you. yeah, even yeah. though it was fucking, yeah, whatever. Excuse my language, but Biden's best week ever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now, Biden. now Biden says we have zero inflation, even though everything's double what the price was yeah. last last year. Yeah. But we have zero inflation, maybe from last month. <laughs> maybe, yeah, 
Well, because of the 8.3% inflation maintained, man, I'm listening to these. Okay, so, okay, this is going to be counter to what we're probably all feeling here, but I listen to all these financial economics, blah, 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 blah. These guys are saying that even though, you know how they're saying we've had our two whatever quarters of negative and we went to the recession, blah, blah, blah. We're technically in a recession. We're technically not in a recession because all these other countries, Europe, the, uh, everywhere, dude, is so strained. Their dollar value or whatever, their yen, their euro, all that has dropped so much in value that we are not in a recession. We're actually better off than we were because all these other countries are getting strained. Yeah, so because bad. of the fact that the euro has dropped so bad that yeah, it makes the, the U.S. The, dollar look good. I went to Ireland in 2015, and the U.S. dollar was – it was – a one euro was – like a dollar fifty of a U.S. dollar, so it it costs a dollar fifty of my money to buy a euro worth of their stuff, it and now be. the euro last I looked was even with the dollar. Even, bro. How is yeah. the how's the ruble looking? The ruble's looking fucking fantastic. Wow. Those motherfuckers <laughs> are. Killing, Killing it. Uh, the more <laughs> sanctions that are put on Russia, the more money they make. Hey, uh, they and they that. don't need McDonald's. They don't need fucking Coca-Cola or Pepsi-Cola or any of that shit. Did you hear what happened? McDonald's pulled out Coca-Cola. Yeah, but McDonald's didn't really Pepsi pull out. out. Here's Pepsi here's what Russian really local, happened. Russian here's what happened with McDonald's. McDonald's wasn't going to allow that or allow their name to be used so what happened was they they kept all their same employees all the same buildings all the same food and shit like that and just made them change the name of it so it wasn't mcdonald's there yeah they didn't want to be but McDonald's recognized as a company in a russia they don't get a cut anymore they yeah, they do. Out. They've so got to. No. I don't These think so. When they have it. just changed the I name of it and that. started, yeah, they probably they, just they started, started a Russian they, company. All the Coca-Cola Come on now. No. Yeah. No. Yes. They just started I, a Russian company. I think company. McDonald's is all no, in on it. They started a Russian company, changed the name to whatever yes, similar they changed Russian the name. name. Yeah. Full infrastructure. Okay. They just, right. yeah. the, the, 100%. The, the oligarchs that 100%. we're all talking shit about just bought all this stuff, and now they have Coca-Cola plants, McDonald's, but it's big and tasty, Russian cola, or whatever. For but sure. They have all the ingredients. But if they you don't think Coca-Cola and McDonald's are still making money off of that, you're fucking oh, crazy. Oh, for sure. They probably let me take let me take my trademark uh shot at libertarianism. <laughs> I'll hit one of these days. Uh how does uh protectionism sound in Russia? I mean it sounds pretty good to me. I don't know. They're keeping their their business home and uh all the US sanctions is only strength in their economy and uh it seems like the Russian people have, have gotten a bump now that uh the US has put their target on them. Yeah. I I think they I mean, I don't. I haven't been following it that closely, so. But I, I think they're doing fine without, even with our, you know, our uh, 
restrictions and things. I don't think we're hurting them really at all in, in that respect. They're doing better than they ever were before we put the sanctions on them. Falling. I, I used to be like a, a free market absolutist and, uh, you know, libertarianism, you know, free markets solve everything. But uh, lately, I don't know, look at West Virginia. Has free markets solved West Virginia? I mean, like, has free markets solved the Rust Belt? Like, if anything, like, it's just created this... Uh, ultra elite ultra blue ultra um forgive my language uh gay laptop class uh and there's no oh, man anymore <laughs> well what what caused all the the problems in that area to begin with uh as as far as i know it was uh you know the the industry got over regulated to hell and the the big manufacturing companies just pushed all of their plants out of the country because it was far less expensive to operate that way. That's the that's the biggest uh, argument against it. But uh, at the same point, um, when America gets richer, uh, it's always going to be cheaper, whether regulation or not. It's it's going to be cheaper to ship it over to China. I agree that that regulation probably uh, gave it the boot, but I think we were probably leaning that way. Regulations or not. To, the, the answer to what you're saying is let's just, as a society, take pride and pay more for something made in our neighborhood or our country. That's the only answer to this exporting thing. Yeah. That's the only answer. Like, look, the boots are $30 or $100. Made in the USA. Made in China. Those are made by it's like slave labor making those. Yeah. And us being cheapskates and buying the cheap shit is what the problem is. We need to just the correct answer to that boot question is uh buy Red Wings. They're made in America and they're the best boots ever. Buy Red Wings. <laughs> I mean everything though. You know what I'm saying? Bro, like we go to Walmart Tim's and buy fucking, the wall clock. Sorry to, sorry to talk over you, Jay Will, no, but uh, Tim's that's that's good to hear because I didn't know anything about Red Wing, but uh, my company gives me one hundred seventy five dollars a year to spend at either the Red Wing store or the uh, Whistle Workwear store, hmm. and I. The first couple of years, we only could use it at Red Wing, so I got their shoes. But I've been going to Whistle Workwear and getting Reeboks. And if Red Wing's better, I'll go back to getting their shoes. Uh, let me do a caveat real quick. And uh, Red Wing does carry, like, China-made. Uh, they also do carry, like, made in USA. But Red Wing is all out everywhere. They're the most comfortable boots, the best food. Uh, but they also, you have to look at the label, too, to see which one is made here. Uh, obviously, it's a little more expensive. Yeah, I mean, that's that's correct. I mean, you're Well, you're I right. don't have to pay for it. So, for <laughs> me, it's just picking what's the most comfortable and best looking. I sit at a desk every day, but I have to wear steel toes because I walk yeah. out on the Factory. warehouse floor. Warehouse. Yeah, I mean you're 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 right. We we should all buy local stuff. That's going to be the best for our community. But 
I mean, you can't expect everybody to do that. And so well, I, I, we are where we are. If you can afford it, yeah, go do it. Yeah. The, if, the problem with it is, is we give such a, a break to these imported goods to our stores. You know what I'm saying? It should yeah. cost more to buy something from it somewhere should. else than to buy something made in your backyard. I the, never the I other, understand that. I mean, it's a double-sided store, too. Yeah, it's a double-sided yeah. store because we, we have a regulatory state which, uh, you know, requires a 40-hour work week at Client Z. OSHA's up your ass. Uh, there's but, no OSHA in China. Yeah, and then... And yeah, then we're exactly. We're yeah, paying yeah. for exploitation. Yep. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. That iPhone or whatever the fuck I'm recording on an iPhone, a fucking child made this in a terrible place. And it's, you know what I'm saying? If I would have bought it in America, if bought it here, somebody making it would have been $10,000. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to just, there's, we just have it too good. You know what I'm saying? We have it too good that we're willing to accept the exploitation of these people for a cut. Like, we kill animals and send it to China and then it comes back. Like, what is that? Like, why doesn't it come straight to us? Like, why do, why do they process it and it comes back? Because it's cheaper to ship it across the ocean and have them process it than us to process it here because we have to pay a living wage, a 401k, benefits. Uh -huh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. we got to understand that we're just being cheapskates on the whole. Listen. I love life and I love everything we got. And I love the benefits. But if we have to cut back to give someone a living wage to make shoes or tables or whatever, instead of have these people in these foreign countries abused making it, because all we're doing is encouraging it. They're all for it. They have no other job. Yeah, we'll yeah. burn this plastic. Like, we don't care. Right. I don't know. That's I, just my opinion. I, I definitely um, agree with some of those issues and some of the things that you pointed out. And I don't know the entire story, but I do know that there we had a big shift in what was happening in the United States, right? We did have a lot of manufacturing here at home um, for a lot of things, whether that was textiles, making furniture, obviously cars, things like that. So something changed. So what was it? Now, that is what I don't have the full picture on. But I do know that you had people like Henry Kissinger, back to him, or Kissinger, making deals with China. Um, and Xi Jinping and these people go way back. You know, these are like Yale buddies. So again, I don't know the full picture, but I'm saying that we did have that system where we had a lot of things manufactured here in the United States and something changed. And I would suspect, and I would say government fuckery, but I don't have all the details on that, but people are being perversely incentivized to buy and, and not only perversely incentivized, but they're also being herded into it, right? Like, you, you see the, the rise of Walmart and things like that. And there's a reason for that. And it's not just American consumer bad. Now, I'm not saying that there isn't some of that, but I think there's a lot more going on um, that herded people into that. And it's probably a very multifaceted reason also. 
because the the oligarchs or the government or whatever's happening in China, um, they got rich off of this too. They're getting rich off of slave labor too. Yeah, it's uh, it's China. It's the, it's the government's fault. It always is. Ultimately, it's the government's <laughs> fault. Yeah. You 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 put on you you put on all these agencies that try to protect us in the workplace, and you have. <laughs> higher wages and you've got all these different things and it's not just from you know the federal government you've got the state governments they have to put their stuff into and the local governments and different things you can't i mean it, it would take years to tease all these little bits and bits and pieces out but if you break all that stuff down it's going to be cheaper probably now i can't say with 100 percent accuracy that it would be cheaper to to do everything here than it would be to ship it to China because there is probably a cultural, more organic uh, aspect to this where Americans want to live better. Just that's just kind of how we how we we're used to this kind of life. So we're gonna go out of our way to make uh, things safer in our workplace or something. You know, <laughs> and we'll probably do those things anyway. So it's going to be a little more expensive here just because that's how we live than say in a very poor South Ooh, American huh. country, you know? Right. And, and to defend the libertarian position, I mean, with a true free market without the uh, OSHA EPA, X, IRS, X, Y, and Z, uh, name your three letter agency, uh, the scales even out. I mean, the, there is an economic truth. Um, if American muscle is only willing to work 40 hours a week and Peruvian muscle is willing to work 80 hours a week, then Peruvian muscle will win out on sheep wool or X, Y, and Z. Like there, there will be an equilibrium, but yeah. um, I, I, I agree. It, it is ultimately government fuckery here, there, and everywhere. Uh, like glo globally, more or less. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's our government, but it's, our, you know what, if you want to look at it from, I'm not a normie, but if you want to look at it from a normie <laughs> perspective, our government probably does the fuckery that it fucker, fuckeries with because mm -hmm. all the other governments are doing fuckery and they have to compete with the other governments. Not are you not a normie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it's not just our government, it's all the other governments too, and yeah. it's kind of just a big shit show. We all know that you're a normie, Keel. Let's not no. deny ourselves. You guys can believe whatever you want, but uh, we like to give Keel Thor a lot of shit. But so he's aware. With this whole thinking of how they're trying to get us to think, is there? Do you think our government is really? involved in this i almost feel like it's a world thing because the, for the longest time i was like the united states is trying to take over the world but through this whole transition through a lot of things i almost feel like it's way way more reaching like this whole nato and all this was like why are we doing <clears throat> did you see what we just did on the eighth we just gave Ukraine 4.5 billion, the largest contribution. I'll put, I could send a link 
I I just saw it we, the other day. We've all seen it. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, like in this, what are we, in this what are group, we, doing? we all know about the fucking billions but and trillions we're getting in Ukraine on, right now. Because I always, always think that the United States was the big bad guy trying to run the world. But when that, when, when this Ukraine thing started happening, I feel like it's a lot, it's further spread out. Like, there's a lot more control not on the United States. I just want to see if your guys's opinion on do you get who who is that who is really pulling the strings behind this whole new world order who is the one who is the country who is the man who are the people something because i i was completely wrong where i was getting this planet is ruled by a small group of people who whose names we will never know oh kill target real deep I didn't expect that from you. They they are the real <laughs> power in the in this planet. Probably in this solar system. I couldn't say. But and we, will, we will never know for sure. They orchestrate the broad strokes, uh, would be my guess. And they hand down, you know, they say we want the, the world to go to spin this direction and then their subordinates deal out uh, actions as as they feel appropriate. That would be my guess. Including 9-11? For how long? I don't know. I mean, how long have they been trying to get it right? You know good, that's a good one. That's like, a good question. I think it's a long time. <laughs> Everything. For it's the, right. My life. It's right now. I, I think it's into you that. I think it's been a long time that they have been working on this. I would be curious with what do you, um I would be curious what y'all think about that. Especially I know that Jackie and Perm have done a ton of um, you know, podcasting, listening to this kind of stuff. I would be curious what you think. I mean, I think there's something to ancient families. Um you know, and then I think that there are other institutions that are valid for questioning. I think, you know, do you look at Masons or whatever? Now, I have also heard it posited that 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 these types of Masons and all that, you know, the conspiracies associated with them are a distraction. And I think that's a possibility also. Um, but something definitely something is is afoot i do think that america has fallen i think it's completely co-opted i do not think it's america at all i mean this is the one world government um i i think that's obvious as we have said about a lot of other things for anybody with eyes to see um you don't have every government towing the line for the exact same type of um covid policies or just very slightly different covid policies unless they have the same boss you know and if you went against that or if you go against the the main narrative for any other country you are about to get a gift of democracy or yeah. you, your president or whatever is going to meet some sort of strange strange end i think you mean our democracy yes <laughs> democracy that word is bad triggers me it, it triggers me too because we're a republic we're not a democracy no we're not a republic either they want we're us to adopting. think we started off as a republic we're supposed we'll to be have another... we're supposed to be that's a republic we oh, have it hasn't been that way since lincoln 
We it, have it, an yeah, oligarchy. It hasn't been that way since Lincoln. Yes. I, Bingo. Maybe, Maybe even before. before. Yeah. You yeah. have some the major that think... corporations in this country. Well, why do you think the United States is written in all capital letters? Because it's a corporation. It's not a well, forget about that. Okay. But they they want us to think that we're a democracy and then they say and then past that we're a republic. But we're actually an oligarchy. The Giant corporations pay the politicians to make sure that nobody has a chance to come up in an actual like a uh, free market capitalist state. Like, they if can I hop in real quick too? Absolutely, they, they, tunes. They I do want not. Count, they don't count the votes. Uh, that is dog shit. We, your vote does not matter. They don't count the votes. Even if they did count the votes, like George Collins said, if voting made a difference, it would. They make it illegal. Like it's just big money. Uh, big money is putting their putting their fucking vice grip, just cranking it down on us, little by little, little by little, by little by little. That's it. I, I mean, the 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 whole myth of land of the free is is. It, it, it's fucking hilarious if you we all get a last closing statement because i would like to put a bow on this thing if you guys hop up it's a good look it's a, a good myth though i like that myth i just want to say you know with what you guys are saying i agree and disagree with both of you on all aspects i would love to debate with ashley i like that the think change repeat i think i'm going to steal that and put that on my stuff because that's a very very good saying but all that saying, I I like where our minds are going and everything, but I just really feel like that it's uh it is corporation controlled, but it's more media controlled. It's more there's so much inflection to what they're doing to try to manipulate us as a mass, as a as a people, as a community. They're trying to segregate, they're trying to divide us, and you know. I don't know what way they're trying to do it, but they're using every tactic and whatever they can do to separate, this is what they're going to do. So as long as we can figure out how to not accept the division that they're trying to cause between us, I think we can overcome this because it's going to be like, oh, you're vaccinated. I'm not vaccinated. Oh, stay away from me or whatever. You know what I'm saying? They, There's multitudes of ways that they have to attack us. So, but all that being said, I don't know where my point was going, but I decided to say that. Well, you know, <laughs> people, one of the big questions people ask that I've noticed is, you know, what can I do to, what can we do to fix this? What can I do? I think you're right. I think you just, you just have to um, reject that kind of part, uh, that partisanship, that um, identity politics stuff in your own life and try to try to make an influence on your friends and family and neighbors and try to gently coax them out of that as well. I think that's probably all we can do short of, you know, taking up arms and doing crazy stuff that won't explicitly be talked about on uh, this podcast, I hope. I think instead of taking up arms, it, it is ideal that uh, we all make our own island uh, as free as possible. And then at some point, our island 
merge with other islands and then islands turn into states and states turn free. Uh, that's at least my strategy. I bought my hill and this is the hill I'm going to die mm-hmm. on. So I've got my garden and my chickens. And uh, Dude, Can I come kick it at your place for a while or what? I got an extra bedroom. It's just one. I know you I only need one. Can I come yeah. kick it with you for a week? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think, I think, uh, as a collective, uh, as a collective, we need to be as free as possible <laughs> as an inv- individual. Does that make sense? Uh, uh, d- direct action is never going to work because uh, they have the technology to 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 destroy our bank accounts, to drone strike our house, to oh my God. shut off our Wi-Fi, yeah. to X, Y, and Z. It, it has to be a uh, more uh, passive approach to where I'm going to live my life as far as I can to ignore taxes, to ignore DOT, FBI, CIA. I'm going to just... I just ATF. ATF is going to kill me, by the way, as I'm fucking looking at my tobacco plants. ATF will raid me and kill me. Uh, well, we're going to rebuke bro, that statement. going to make me super <laughs> sad. We're not going to speak that into existence. some Ruby Ridge shit. Yeah, yeah we're not going to yeah, speak yeah, that yeah. into existence. We're going to rebuke that what statement. Positivity. No, I, I, I did it out later. I should say it with my fucking tobacco plants right behind me, eh? Uh, yeah, but ones that are for personal use that you're not. I'm, I'm growing my own cigars right here. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> that are for uh, personal use. Can I get some seeds? I want to yeah, try sir. myself. Yeah, it's Send too cold where you're at. <laughs> it ain't that cold here. It's pretty I'm average. I'm just kidding. I'm only joking. What? It's pretty cold. <laughs> it, it, can't, it can't be any colder than New Hampshire, right? I mean, it's been like fucking have... 80 degrees here for the last three months. Yeah, you guys got to have a similar climate to us. That's a cool summer, buddy. Do we, do we say sign-offs right now? What are we doing? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. All right, go around the line. Um, we, we did start a little late, but, uh, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and do that. Oh, I don't know. I just tried to keep it flowing. Yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't do intros, so we might as well do outros, right? Yeah, so let's go ahead and do that. Um, I am going to say this, though, that um, from a, because I am a Christian, is that from the standpoint that the Lord says to be fruitful and multiply, and I always say this, that if he created us, then he has the ability to restore the earth, our ground, the weather, whatever it is that us humans live on and use and they say destroy or whatever, but we try to be as, you know, um, most of us really try to do, do our best to try to be kind to the earth and, uh, and, and through technology and stuff like that, it's just gotten better. So, uh, in regards to like, but the, the, the enemy Satan likes to create division and toxic and he likes to say there is population control. So a lot of people that are Christians, if they're really a Christian and they read their Bible, or at least know the highlights of it, like I do, they will at least know that, hey, um, the Bible talks about being fruitful and multiplying, and the Lord created everything, so why can't he just continue to keep restoring whatever mm. it is that we're using? 
So that's my sign off. My uh, name is Jacqueline, ATL Connector, and I have a podcast called Swipe Right Rehab. And then we have another one that is launching called You Are Loved. And uh, that is around kindness. And our first episode was that was Power of the Spoken Word, which is why I just got on tunes. <laughs> All right. Whoever wants What's to What's up, everybody? Oh, this is Big Perm. I love all of you. And this is the union of the unknowns. Because nobody knows who the fuck we are anyway. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we love everybody. And my boy, Jay Will, is on tonight. And the last episode, he's on episode three and four. And he has a podcast called Carbonated Concept Concepts. They have about 85-ish episodes, so check them out. But uh, we all love you guys. We love each other. And we've been spending a lot of time on Discord with each other, so take care. I feel like that was a good intro for me to jump in. Uh, this is Jay Will from the Carbonated Concepts. I did a podcast, jumping in, double-dipping. These people are amazing. Thank you guys for having me. I can't be nothing more than appreciative. I've uh, got to ramble my thoughts and talk all this crazy shit. These fucking globalists, I swear. But realistically, through everything that I'm trying to say, we got to break these barriers. We got to learn to talk to one another as human beings. You're allowed to disagree, people. If you don't agree, it doesn't mean it's your enemy. You can just Hey, I don't like tomatoes, but you know what I mean? It's just like that. It, it, you're okay. You don't have to hate each other. Whatever. We just have to learn to work as unison. They broke us. Let's build back together. That's all build. I got to say. Love one another. Build back better. Ah, build That's back what you meant to better. say. <laughs> all right, well, I'm, I'm Keel or Keel Thor. Um, yeah, we're all Liberty loving folks here. And, uh, uh, I have a question though. You have your podcast is carbonated, whatever. Are are you prejudiced against nitrogenated beers or drinks? I'm a cold brew fanatic. Uh, Guinness is my favorite beer. So I mean, I, I mean, I think that's right. Is there any other ones besides Guinness? That's all I got. Uh, Outside well, of the Corona that you were drinking earlier, but hey. <laughs> oh, this one that I've been babysitting this whole podcast. Look. This is evidence for my wife. Tell her that I haven't drank that much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. My bad. That's okay. Nope. I'm done. Who's next? Tunes, you want to go? And then Ashley can close us out. Tunes from the free state of uh, New Hampshire. Uh, we'll have to get deep dive on that libertarian question at some point again, Keel. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure if... Uh, being good to one another is the best. Uh, yeah. There's still a lot of people that are mad. There's still there's still a lot of people that are that are that want me dead. So what am I supposed to do with them? But uh, yeah, get some chickens, boys. Get some guns. Get some ammo. Uh, make a lot of babies, and uh, we will win in the end. Thank you. Skull. 
Okay. Well, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Union of the Unknowns. We certainly appreciate it. And I did want to let you know that we are able to be contacted. We do have a Twitter account that is at Union Unknowns. Again, at Union Unknowns. So you can reach out to us there. We also have an email, which is Union of the Unknowns at gmail.com. So if you have any questions or comments, or topics that you would like us to discuss, please feel free to reach out. We would love to have some interaction with folks that are listening, and um, we really appreciate your time very much. Thank you. That's amazing. Um, one last thing is if you can, on your favorite podcasting platform where it does allow you to leave reviews, please leave us a five-star review and write us a nice review or comment on something that you like the best. Uh, we're going to keep it positive and, um, if you, and then just feel free to reach out to us any other way. Have a fantastic Also, if uh, you're looking for a new podcast, look for Carbonated Concepts. That's Carbonated Concepts. Oh. It's on every podcast app you can find. Non-nitrogenated concepts. Carbon nitrogen. But anyway, I just want to say, <laughs> realness wins. Stay real, folks. All right, you guys. Have a great evening. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Union of the Unknowns. You can find a new episode every month on all your favorite podcasting networks.